Thanks for listening to the Pioneer Valley Church podcast. This episode captures what we call our story. These are short interviews with members from this church community that help us illustrate and navigate the conversations we're having as a community. Enjoy. Today, Janae is going to be our interviewee. Um, and she's going to share from her own personal life about vocation. So we will start you off with, who are you? Uh, who am I? Where are you? No. <laughs> no, actually, um, this is really humbling. You know, as you guys asked if I could share about this, it's just really humbling as I've thought about this and even what you shared, Elias. So who I am is I am a daughter um, of a giver <laughs> and a firefighter. <laughs> uh, when I think about it, that's kind of who I think I am, my origin story, right? I am um, a black woman um, that grew up in the Caribbean, and I am like the product of that. My mom uh, is a true giver. I, from very little, we always had people in our home. Like, if there was someone that needed a place to be, they were at our table. If they didn't have a home, they were at in our home. We had many people live with us. <laughs> Um, I remember distinctly one night, it was like pouring rain. And my mom comes in from the grocery store and she has no shoes on. And we're like, where are your shoes? And she's like, oh, I saw this person in the street that didn't have shoes. And I stopped and I gave her my shoes. And I'm getting stuff to go back to make sure she has more. Um, and that's just how they, that's how my family was. That's how my mom was, my dad. Um, my dad is a fireman, a firefighter. He was a fire chief, um, and he ran to the fire. He helped people that were in fires, and he was a leader and an innovator in that, a leader um, in those ways, a public servant. So that's, in many ways, who I am. Um, and I'm also um, a child of God who, for some reason, he put me in these, you know, this circumstance so that I could then do other things. I guess that's a little bit of my origin. I love that story about the shoes. <laughs> oh, man, that was just one of the best things I'd heard in a really, really long time. Um, what opportunities have you had that you feel have um, shaped you, maybe helped you understand, okay, this is who I am, this might be my calling, like this might be what I've been given to give back? So it's funny because... Um, you know, I've been reflecting on Psalm 139 over the last, like, six, seven months, one of my favorite scriptures, and just the idea that God determines the times. and the, Like, he, from the very beginning, before I was born, he kind of had this plan for my life, and that's what I feel. Like, I feel like so much of my life, my career, my anything, I just feel like God just takes you there. And you're like, sometimes you're like, I don't even want to be here. But you're there, right? You're there to meet a need. You're there to serve. You're there to love. I, th I just feel like that's where God has sent me, um, even when I wasn't looking for it. Where you know? is that? Um, so where, where that is, you? okay, so I could say in my home, I'm a wife and I'm a mom of two kids. Uh, so he sent me there uh, to serve, to love, to help them to be advocates for um, to seek justice. That's like Micah 6-8 is like our family creed, right? We just, we need to really love 
to seek mercy and to seek justice and um, to walk humbly. I think that's where he takes me. Um, I think he takes me in that in my job. Um, I work for the Department of Youth Services and actually recently, so humbling. I just, I don't even like talking about this stuff, but it's just where God took me, so I have to, right? Um, so recently I got promoted to be the acting commissioner for operations for the Department of Youth Services for the state. It's a leadership role to help young people who are in the juvenile justice system. Other people throw them away. They label them, they see the bad. And my job is to say, no, we can do something here. And they are a product of a bigger issue. And how are we gonna fix that? Um, so he sends me there. Um, Water. <laughs> I walk the world uh, in black skin. So I understand marginalized, being marginalized. In fact, this week I dealt with it. I got pulled over, I was treated unfairly. But you know this is the skin God has placed me in to understand, to experience, to have empathy, um, to advocate, to bring a voice to those that may be voiceless. Um, I've done that here in the church, I feel like. I do that where I walk in my world, at work. It's what I want my kids to be. It's how I feel like we should be. It's because who Jesus was. Um, and so when I feel like, wow, this is a hard day or this is hard to walk in the skin, like I'm like, yeah, but he put me in it, right? <laughs> he could have put me in any skin, but he put me in this skin and this experience to do something with it. So um, I'm a woman that's unique, that has its uh, beauties and its challenges. Um, so I guess those are the places where I feel like he asked me to go in, to run to the fire, to be a giver, um, to advocate, to love, so. I love that, you're doing it beautifully. You're a really great example, thank you. To me, personally, you're a really great example. Um, sometimes we find ourselves in careers or jobs that maybe don't feel like they match us, right? Like we're just paying the bills, we're just going up the ladder, or whatever. Um, have you experienced that and how you've been able to lean into that with your vocation, your own calling, so that you can still keep giving and um, I guess not get discouraged yeah. in, your, in your career, in your job? So I've been in my work for a while, over 20 years. So I had to think back a little bit about this. But um, prior to going to the ministry, I had this job. I was an assistant buyer for Filene's. Those of you who remember Filene's. Um, and it was literally just so I could pay bills, right? Because I came out of college with a psychology degree. And it was not easy to find work. So I knew I needed to do something like that. And so I was an assistant buyer for Filene's. I hated that job. I. I the only day that was good, we got paid once a month. It was so weird, once a month. Like, and you get this big lump sum, you're like, you better budget well. Um, but that was like the only day I was really like, oh, this is a good day. Because most of the days was just really rough because it just didn't fit who I was. Like people leave their computers on so they could go in and see the numbers. How did we do yesterday? How were our profits? What are we gonna do next? Some people love that job and they can do it great. I just did not. Um, but I think in that, I just had to try to find why I was there. Because I knew it wasn't just by chance that I was there. So I got paired with a woman that was a buyer and she had 
young, a young child. And so she's in this like cutthroat environment and trying to be a mom and having to leave at a certain time where nobody leaves until like eight o'clock at night. And so my job was how can I help her, right? I can, I can do this so that you can do the things that you need to do or how can I lift you up or encourage you? Because it was rough. It was hard as a woman to be in that environment. So I would just try to be the encouragement, the light, bring her coffee in the morning or, you know, you leave and I'll stay and finish this stuff so that you can get to the train or whatever. So I think just trying to find those ways because when you're doing the stuff you love, you still feel fulfilled. Um, and then honestly, in my job now, like, there are really bad days, many of them. This week was a rough week. Um, so I have to just think in those moments about what God is doing and try to tap into the parts that I love, right? Like building up people and their strengths or giving compassion. I go spend some time with the young people or, you know, try to get creative. I'm a like, creative person, so I'll be like, what can I do that's visionary today, you know? to fill that up, and that gets me through those hard times. Because even in the ones that you're sent to do, it's hard sometimes. Nothing's ever perfect. No job is no. ever perfect. No, I know. Um, it's really encouraging, though, like as, we've, as I've learned even more about vocation and trying to understand who God made me to be, right, then I can start to find more joy in the things that I do. Like I used to struggle a lot just being a stay-at-home mom, feeling like another diaper, another bot, right? Like, it could just feel like, or I clean and then I could look back and it's like, look, I just want you guys to do what I just did. Like everything could feel futile. But when I'm in touch with like, oh no, who am I? And who was I created to be? And what am I really giving? It's not so much the housekeeping or it's not so much, it's, it's that I'm giving of myself. And then that I feel like encourages and propels you to continue to build up God's garden, regardless of the job that you're in. So prayerfully, we can, um, if we're not already there, right, that's something that we can learn to seek out. Like, who am I? What's my vocation? How am I giving and contributing to this garden, regardless maybe of my job title? But yeah. thank you so much Absolutely. for sharing. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah.